Talk Jazz. What's up, Tiara? <laughs> Welcome, you guys, back to Mommies and Mimosas. Hey, y'all. I hope you guys are pouring drinks, flowing drinks. It's Mimosa Monday if you're yes. listening to this on Monday when we release them. So get those drinks flowing, y'all, because I got mine going right here. I forgot to say on the um, first Welcome Back episode that Jazz... You've listened to what? us um, in the past. I've always given her a hard time about one thing, <sighs> and it's that she was Team Android. And guess what, guys? First she off, got an iPhone now. It's a business phone. <laughs> <laughs> I still got an Android that I barely use. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I think I've been converted. And there, That's that on that, okay? Yeah. I love Androids. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, how's everybody doing today? How are you guys? How are you? How are you? I hope this, your week is getting off to an amazing start. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I've had a pretty good, things have been Couple going well. Weeks. Yeah. yeah. Good. Me too. I can't complain. You're can't good? Complain. Um, I had a very successful, I think I forgot to mention this last time, but had a very successful, like just brainstorming branding meeting. Oh, she's one of my, the girl that I've been working with for all my clients over the years being in marketing. And now she's doing it for me and my new business. All so right. I'm just so ex- I can't wait to tell you guys the name. I'm like, every time I do hold off the name I'm on here, excited. it's because I'm not officially done and I'm not trying to perfect it before I launch it. I'm just trying to protect. Oh, not perfected, but protected. Amen. Yes, I yeah. like that. But I'm excited. I've been doing a lot of work in the background, um, putting together the elements of the birth boxes. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited do, to see those. We'll do one of our lives. And like I said last week, like show you guys our merchandise. But then obviously Jazz and us have, Jazz and I and us. Who is us? All the personalities <laughs> in my head. <laughs> we have a lot going on as yes. well. And that's, you know, reason why we come together and we fellowship. Yes. About our businesses, our babies, yes. and ourselves. Yes. And our husbands, you know. So Yeah, our whole our whole entourage of folks. Other than mompreneuring, like we talked about on the last episode, what else you been up to? I have been up to I've been up to a lot. You've I been busy. Like. You've been really busy. I've been up to a lot. Yeah. Um you know, just having big events. Yeah. So that's hey. exciting. Yes. Go to the Create VLB page, y'all. Please, y'all. It's so exciting. There's so, yeah. no way to describe your work other than people got to see it. Yeah, they do. Because it's so it. much. Yeah. I think when I'm trying to explain it to people, it's like I'm doing all these different things. So yeah. it gets. But it makes it's clear when you see it. Yes. Like it's a very clear, concise. It's, it looks very luxury, high end. Yes, like, like, that's the goal. I can't afford my friend. Ooh, <laughs> girl. One of the things I loved, mm-hmm. and I didn't even tell you this when I saw it, was that I saw one of your parties, and I saw that there was two, maybe you tagged them, but they were in the comments, two different MI balloon companies. Yes. Local. Yes. Black women. Yes. And I was like, look how she used both of them. Yes. And look how there was no, I don't know, but there so, was no so issue. So let me, let me say that. There so, was no issue. I don't know if you saw that I put a post out that I was looking for local uh, women of color mm-hmm. in the event space. Yeah. And we had a meeting. And so we had this meeting and we did a brunch. Nice. And all of these women have now been okay. utilizing each other's services. So you're I, always doing that. Jazz. I know I like to do that. That's another area for you. It's I like, know that's just what you do. Let me tell you what I've learned is like, and similar to you, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm usually the nucleus. Like I'm the connector. Mm-hmm. I like to put people like you need to be in touch with her, and she needs to be you in touch with her. You are amazing at so, that. So yeah, I love doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so, amazing. You know, I was I wondering how yes. that went because I saw you tag them both. <laughs> And I was like, did they both work with her on this one event? They did. Now imagine, y'all could have be doing grand events together. And I don't know if you absolutely. worked with them because it's, well, no, that was my first time working with either of the ladies. It mm-hmm. was absolutely amazing. I had previously seen their work. But the big thing about it to me is, like you said, I'm trying to produce something on a grand scale. Right. So I don't want to overwhelm so I any one person. Yeah. Exactly. And yes, you get credit for what your work is, what you put into it. And because I'm familiar with them both. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they offer different things. They do. And that's what people need to understand. It's like, we can both be in marketing. We can both be in events. Yes. We can both be in the doula space. We can yes. both be in websites. I'm doing something different from you. Absolutely. We got to stop thinking that it's always a competition or it's like, I don't want to work with her because she yes. might steal my clients. or Collaboration you know. over competition. But the mm-hmm. one thing that I did learn in this space, and Vegas is a smaller market, so I do understand 
that it, it's not always a competitive mindset, but you do feel like you don't want to promote other people, I guess, is what you're, what, if that makes sense. Like, people want to feel... Exclusive to you? Yes. Mm. And so it depends on what you're promoting. You may be well within your rights to... That speaks to if they have clearly told you who they are. We just... When me and my dad did a workshop a week ago, we talked to... We were talking to real estate agents. Mm -hmm. And we told them, everybody has a different DNA. That's part of his 12 steps marketing. And it's like, so do businesses. And so if you use the example of fast food burger chains, how many are there? 10, yeah. 20, 40 yeah. in one city. Quite a few. I'm like. Mm. And so they're all able to exist at one time because they all have a different DNA. Yes. You know what but you're getting with each. You don't go to Burger King and get McDonald's fries. Exactly. Exactly. And so while they are not promoting each other, they understand and they do in the background somewhat stay in their own lane. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. There may be times where, or I, actually, I just thought, which one did I see? And I was like, child boo. I think I see. <laughs> it was one of those burger joints where they try to do the whole chicken sandwich thing because right. of Popeyes and uh, who else had the, it was Popeyes and Chick fil A war, which Chick fil A was not worried about no Popeyes. No. Right. <laughs> and I saw one of the burger joints release it and it made me roll my eyes because I'm like, stay in your lane. Right. Stay in your lane. I'm not coming here. Although I do have some friends where they like, girl, Jack in the Box tacos be bussing. Why would I go to a burger joint for some damn tacos? Exactly. I agree. I'm that I'm that customer. So, as well. yes, there no. is a fine line where it's like, I don't necessarily know if I can promote. But like you said, if you know one person specializes yes. in small, intimate spaces with their balloons right. and the other person specializes in grand, large arches and whatever, you know, whatever it is, you yes. can promote both of them. You just yeah. have to know how and where. Absolutely. And that's what we were trying to explain to the agents at the workshop. I think they enjoyed it, but... That's a part of what, you know, my dad does, and he's been doing it for, like, 30-plus years. It's, like, explaining to people you can communicate who you are specifically without stepping on anybody else's toes and still celebrate them and promote them. Yes, I like that. For sure. I like that. I'm still learning, but... No, for sure. Definitely. It's yeah, because I like you said, you like to be the nucleus. You like to connect everybody. I and do. You like, I don't care if it's beef or not. Y'all figure it out. Exactly. That's <laughs> what y'all. I don't I know. I love what, that. Yeah. So I love yeah. that you do that. I just think it's phenomenal. Thank you. Um, our main topic, and we could do mommy meltdown if you want, but I just want to. Uh, main topic this week is mostly about overcorrection. Yeah. And we'll get into detail later, um, because our hot topic. It's about influence, like yes. whether that's music or community or TV or video games. Yeah. There's just been a huge discussion about influence on our children and like where we should be either censoring things as parents or what, you know, so. Uh, or we, whether it's the job of the artist. To censor yeah. It. And yes. so we have a couple of examples. Yeah. Do you have any mommy meltdowns? I don't really have any mommy meltdowns. Okay. Uh, we just came off a of spring break. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I told y'all my kids had to get gone. <laughs> so they was gone. So um, they had a chance to yeah. reset. So had I chance. had a chance to reset. Yeah. And I'm going to be resetting soon because vacation is coming and Yay. i just want to tell y'all that i'm so excited i'm going to your city uh in you may are? in may yeah may we, girl i'm having a dinner party in my city in may lies no i'm going may i think it's 14th dang that's after i don't know i, I are don't, you on mother's day weekend well my birthday is may 8th yeah, mother's that's right. day weekend oh so you're, may your, 9th yeah yeah no, no no so i'm not gonna do it on mother's day i gotcha. wouldn't be that terrible of a person yeah. but yeah i um yeah i'm I'll thinking i want it to be yeah. yeah, we'll see. I don't have the, the exact dates, but I will be in Atlanta doing something for my 35th. I cannot wait. Wow. 35, girl, stop Look at playing. you. I'm, and you're literally, like, about to just skyrocket at 30, you know? I know, right? So it's Kids never too gonna late. going to be grown. Exactly. So, oh. no, I will be in Atlanta for that. But, yeah, going to do some resetting and some relaxing, continuing that journey and that path. And yeah. Just, you know. Awesome. I don't have any meltdowns either. I will say one thing i'm sick of swim lessons <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know why i listen we're getting the pill the pool built yes um it's behind schedule shocker um and so sean signed the kids up for pool we've been doing As it now for have. two months yeah no i'm not against it why I'm just over, are you over, I'm just over it. it are they proficient swimmers 
Mm. No. <laughs> They're going back and forth. So like one week, Joel's like, I got this. And he's looking like a little fish. And then literally this week, he's like choking on water. Heck, got his eyes open, his mouth open. I'm like, what are you doing? We're right. not going backwards. Because listen, right. we got one more month of this. And we're done. And it's two times. I don't know. I'm just being lazy. It's two times a week. It's yeah. in the evening. I got to go get them early. We got to do homework. We got to do sight words. Are still gotta- operating like in, in COVID? Like the memories are coming up. And I'm kind of missing that yes. initial. So maybe Girl. that's what it is is like you broke the code because my memories on facebook have been coming up and when i tell you the first two months of COVID, not covid and right. lockdown and all that right i was like i'm just doing whatever right and we were having fun so i bought the kids a slip and slide exactly i had one time went and bought those little individual blow up bubble how you know the blow up how with the balls yes. yeah I mean, actually it was joe's birthday last year because he it was april 15th okay and I, the memories are coming up you're right yeah that's what it is it's so now i'm like i feel like we we doing too much too much too that's much in a is. panorama that's how i'm telling you it's been hitting me hard recently we doing like, a lot in a panera a lot, and i and i just want to sit down and relax. I'm, I'm over it i need to go back to living life like we in a panasonic all of that panasonic <laughs> panoramic <laughs> panera bread panera bread patrol car <laughs> paw patrol <laughs> Oh, no, yes, that's true. That's, I didn't that's think about that. Is. I didn't yeah, think about that. I'm like, why are we going to swim twice a week? I know. And it's it's pretty empty. It's not like a bunch of people. So we the only dummies out there. <laughs> um, I did get my COVID vaccine last Thursday. Oh, yeah, so I, okay. I, I, don't know I am I, not getting vaccinated. You're not. You heard we it talked first. about it. Yeah, we talked about it the first time. Honestly, I mean, I'm technically high risk. Okay. Um, and then the VA offered it. And I did, I put out a question actually to my TikTok folks um, mm. last or a couple weeks ago, whatever. And I was like, military people specifically, are you nervous about the vaccine? Because listen, if you were in the military, they gave you every damn thing under the sun with no question. You can't question it or you can get out. So like I've had at least what, 50 to 60 vaccinations as an adult. You know what I mean? When you do that in the military, girl, yeah, they give you everything, everything. And if you deploy, don't, don't mess around and deploy, girl, you getting everything. Oh. You're getting everything. Like before I deployed to Africa, they gave me a bunch of stuff. Because, you know, they scare you and they're like, you got to get this or you're going to catch this. So I was really curious from fellow military members. Like, so you're okay. I understand your reason. But I, I have not been vaccinated since you were a kid. Adult, right. So, so it makes sense. It's, it's a no for me. But you know what's odd about it? When I scheduled mine and got my first one, I was like, um, I asked Sean about it because he's a first responder. They're not obligated yet. They're not, it's not mandated. And he's like, no. And I'm like, what? It really shocked me. That's what made me want to ask other so, veterans. Trey like, got vaccinated, and I was disgusted because <gasps> he did not discuss it with me. Oh, that's a first. You guys I talk about everything. Correct. And he he knew how I felt, you pur- so he purposely, girl. Didn't, he wanted to do it, but oh. I was well, now devastated. I feel bad for him. Yeah. He was scared to tell you because right. he was like, she ain't feeling it. Right. He but I want to like, get it. He was like, yeah, you're not going to feel this. And I was mm. like, Trey. What made I him felt, do it? I felt so betrayed. Like, more than him doing it himself, because he was in the healthcare field, he was around the elderly, he felt really obligated mm. to protect them and their gotcha. immune systems, There's which I respect. Yeah. Um, but... To not have that discussion is totally unacceptable, and I it, it is. I'm sorry. Is there of. is no. It is unacceptable. It is because if he had had any kind of reaction to it, but there are two sides to that. What is the other side? Your girl? side is. <laughs> What's that? speak to me? She's speaking as the president of the Spoiled Wives Club. <laughs> um, there's two sides because he's probably thinking. I lose my audio. No. There we go. Yeah, you're he's good. he's thinking like you just said. He was scared to tell you because he knew you wasn't feeling it, and you're thinking like, I don't care. You still supposed to tell he me. Straight up it. told me that he it. he was like, I didn't want to hear your mouth. Got it. And I was Aww. like, Wow. Okay. Oh, friend. Let me go do something crazy. Well, there you go. Me and Trey are vaccinated. You and Sean out here being reckless. Not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't care. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, viewers. Yeah, he he's literally immune to every freaking. But it just shocked me because I'm like, you got a million in the military. And probably more than me because he deployed. He traveled to way more countries than I did. And like I said, they just, you can go in and they like, you get these six today. You don't oh be like, gosh. let me read it. And I, you know, you like. Why can't you read it? You're trained. You can, but you're trained to not question anything in the military. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's why I was like, whatever, I'll get it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. What's one more? What's one more? <laughs> what? So hot topic. 
Um, there's just been various discussions about influence on our children. And even though this example or these examples are a little bit old, especially the first one, um, it's still something to be discussed. It's still relevant. People, it's obviously still a a conversation that people cannot seem to come to a, even agree to disagree on. Yeah. Um, so the first one being Cardi B and Megan at the Grammys. Inappropriate. And you feel like that was okay. Let me just, let me start by inappropriate. Absolutely. And I had a WAP party. You sure did. I had a WAP party. You sure did. So let me just say this. I have no (laughs) problem with the call out. I have no problem with anybody looking at me differently. I'm like, oh, you're a hypocrite or whatever the case is. I'm a grown adult in the privacy of my home for a sex toy party right it was within it was lit it, it was lit and it was, lit. It, was it, it just made sense it so made why do sense you, yeah um, well go ahead continue on a national platform mm-hmm. abc mm-hmm. to be in a bed coochie pumping <laughs> i said it i said it <laughs> inappropriate because let me say this the grammys when i grew up Mm-hmm. was a place as a family we would gather and we would watch and oh, we would see? recognize I have that experience so right yeah. which I understand so and I, I've shied away from that because the progression of music and what see that's where I, that's where I disagree with people because I've seen people say that and they're like well we, they weren't doing all that back then they have <laughs> yes they were jazz they had Madonna yes they had her, Madonna, but Britney Spears, and Christina are making out. worse TV. and worse. You think it, so? You don't think so? No. You don't think that? No. I knew all the words to my neck, my back when I was, what, how old were we? 11? Yeah. I we knew were all the words school. to Not Tonight from Lil' Kim when I was like, seven or eight, and I turned out just fine. I agree I with that. I was thotting and bopping at one here, moment. Here's my, my issue with it. <laughs> we now have the a mass exposure. When we were doing those things. the it, internet. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we yeah. have to look at the, the way in which this travels. Mm-hmm. And it has a greater exposure rate. Like we, everybody did not have access to that. They yeah. did not. Yeah. And so while I agree, we turned hmm. out perfectly fine. We are in a totally desensitized. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're saying because there's more access that it's worse. A hundred percent. Not that the content is worse. Not that the content is worse. I feel like if it were a BET uncut. Right. They, you're. You, you know what? You hit something there because it's like there was a specific time at night that they that, knew that is gone. You're gonna at least that. children should be in bed. Now if they not, and you ain't got a schedule like yeah. I don't, and your kids just happen to see it, then that's on you, mama. Right. But in the sense of we just played at two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and we got it all over TikTok <laughs> and kids are remaking. Right. Like that is why what's happening. And I think that's why I was always like. When I've had these conversations, I've been we've been having it for a whole year. WAP is still a discussion for a whole year about whether or not like parents should be policing versus the artist. I do like the way that you put it, where you're like, "Listen, they can do whatever they want. They've been doing whatever they want. Yes, but there is a time, yeah, and maybe a place." So wait, were you upset when the whole Janet and Justin Timberlake thing Girl, happened? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, no, well, there no. were people. They were like, "Listen, we watched the Super Bowl as a family." That's disgusting. She got her boob. You know, people were really, she's been banned from the Super Bowl since. Mm. Yeah. So I, I just, I guess I, I, and maybe I should censor a little bit. What is so funny because <laughs> what's even funnier is because um, the other Riley, she loved to sing. She loved dancing. She literally just be making songs up. But the other day she was like, move my body, move my, and Sean just looked at me and I'm like, oh, ain't nothing. I listen, unless I break out some me in the sky. That is not on me. And it's he on just, Tiara. <laughs> Sean is not listening to Move My Body. And we know that. <laughs> Sorry. So, so I do think about like, do we have sense enough to not? Because when I tell you, I have known the word. And I still know all the words. I know all the words to likely every Lil' Kim song. And she, this ain't been hot since we was what, in high school? Yeah. So that was when I was a kid. And I used to be. Yes. And when you hear it back, you think, what did my parents let me listen to? Would you allow your child? It's not that they handed it. That's the thing, but they didn't hand it to me. And to your point, it's all over the internet. And so I just think the Grammys was one place where I'm like, whatever. It's already, they already, they have access to much worse. I agree with that, but I do still, I, I, I am having an issue with, and this is almost off topic, but this movement of women and this 
Let's, no. Yes. You had a sex party. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm good with the sex party. I'm good with women exploring their body. I feel like this thing, well, men are going to exploit us, so let's exploit ourselves. Gotcha. I'm not with that. No, I no, think no. if that's your, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. I think if you're like comfortable. Like women speaking as men, speaking recklessly, right, being, right. Yeah. I'm going to suck them to lead, da, 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 like it's a bit yeah. much for me. Gotcha. I feel like where is that? So you're safe to say you're not a Cardi B. <laughs> I love Cardi B. That's the crazy part. Yeah. So that's why I said, like, I mean, people may not understand my view. They may yeah. think, well, she's a hypocrite. She had the sex party. No, she, I get what you're you know. I, I get what you're saying when you say like the access. Like some areas that could be limited. So that's yes. true. That is true. I just feel like what happened to songs about like little Kim, all of her songs were not about No, sex. yeah. And I don't think they the Megs are. I think Cardi's. Cardi's are. They are. And that is the type of artist she is. But yeah. she needs to be, it's a time and a place. And that's all I'm saying. It's kind of like your girl, uh, Lizzo. Not your girl, but what? Lizzo, when yeah. she went to the game with her butt out. You yeah, know, just to show you're right. that empowerment was for bigger. Like, no. it's not okay. But that didn't, to me, didn't speak of power, empowerment. That was but like, it did I want to attention. Yeah, it yeah, did. Yeah. To, no, yeah. because they say when smaller girls do, it's inappropriate. It's still, yeah. When I, I see your butt cheeks mm-hmm, hanging out and mm-hmm. you got on a full mesh outfit, you look like a fool. I just saw a memory of mine on Facebook and it literally said nine years ago. So obviously, I've always been older in my mind. Like, right. when I said, um, it's getting warm, ladies. We live in Las Vegas. It's getting warm. I still don't want to see your ass cheeks out of them shorts. Right. It's not cute. Right. Let's not do that. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. We you know, know. So, and, that, yeah. and so to that point, like I'm going to on vacation and I just spoke about, we're mm-hmm. going to an adult place, right? Yeah. So I have a cover up that booty cheeks don't be hanging. Right. Okay. Right. And, but it's an adult resort. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going to Punta Cana. I'm going to Breathless. I'm going to a Breathless resort. I've never been, and I'm so excited about it. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but, again, a time and a place. There aren't children around. There aren't, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily wear that at Disneyland. No, definitely not. I wouldn't (laughs) wear it on on a similar vacation that was family friendly. No. Gotcha. So that's I, just me. I didn't think about it, maybe because my kids are younger. So yeah. maybe I was like, whatever. Like, but now they are impressionable, and they are. And the thing, but you're is, saying you're putting the censorship or the responsibility on the people that are offering, like the Grammys, yes. these networks, not because Cardi's the artist. We knew what her song. That's true because we knew what her song said. We knew what it was about. Correct. We know what the initials stand for. Correct. The Grammys had a choice to not have her or not. They knew that Got she it. was going to bring a bed out. Got they it. knew it was going to be <laughs> ridiculous. I didn't see, Listen. I didn't see the performance, but Jazz is stuck on this bed. Okay, and I'm going to show it to you. She will be watching before. I didn't watch it, yeah. I don't I don't watch award shows, so. All right, don't Maybe worry. Maybe that's also why I was like, oh, exactly. it's not a big deal. Who cares, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I, I was into yeah. music growing yeah. up, so the Grammys was a huge I was too, ordeal. but I was like, oh, whatever, I was in. Okay, I understand. I watched the clips of Beyonce because everybody sent them to me. Okay. Other than that, whatever. But you had a different, you had another one where he does have a huge young following. Young following. He has this, is had the biggest song of 2019. It's still huge. Uh, What's his, what's his, Old Town Road is his initials, a big single. And I don't know the name of his new song, but I've seen pictures and clips. I did not watch the video. Twerking on the Devil. So I'll let Jazz. Coming down a pole. Oh, Jesus. Mm. I'll let Jazz kind of break this one down. So let me say this. Um, and this is, it, it can be rooted in religion mm-hmm. and belief. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you have to be a believer to see that it's problematic to encourage people to play, in air quotes, with the devil. Yeah. Um, we understand the devil to represent evil, whether you, again, whether you're a believer or not. Right. It's not a positive. It's never it's not, a positive. It's not a positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, again, you don't have to have any relationship with God to understand that evil is not the good. The devil is evil. Yeah. Right. And so um, we're dealing with the lost generation, I feel. And this mm-hmm. is going to directly roll into overcorrection. So stay with us. But, yeah. um, you know, I just feel like when you have someone encouraging younger people to engage, like they, he, he, 
put out shoes that are branded Nike. Um, apparently, Nike had no support in this, and that there was a company that brought a certain number of Nikes, which we now know to be 666. Mm-hmm. There is a Bible scripture quoted, Luke yeah. 810, I believe. I'll yes, it was that. Luke 810. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with, that is supposed to contain a drop of blood in every shoe, and all this just... You know, I feel like we are we're, we're dealing with a generation of people that are parentless. We we came from the child, the fatherless era, right? These children are parentless. They have no guidance. The parents are stuck in la la land, trying to still be young and salvage whatever part of their youth that they can. So much so mm-hmm. to the point where a lot of people are not raising their children. You do have mothers and fathers that are present, as we are. Um, and, and are there for their children, raising their children. But a lot of these children, as, as a social worker, mm-hmm. as a licensed mental health therapist, I have seen the damage done to children and families that do not have this guidance and support. So I cannot, I can't speak enough to the influence that putting something like this, that record executives, that big name companies would stand behind someone and put this messaging out knowing that it's going to directly impact children. Yeah. And furthermore, he <sighs> utilized his sexual preference Pref- to say that people to would say, bash him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And this is the thing. Okay. It's kind of like people have this idea that black people are the furthest they've ever been. And so all is well with them. And it's not. And I understand the gay community, although they've come far, they are not, out of the woods per yeah. se right so yeah i know we I still totally got a lot understand. of work to do we there. have a lot of work to do but to your point about even lizzo it's like people like to use that because i have people in my personal life where i'm like you are way over exaggerating this yeah. like i know people in my personal life where i'm like does the community have work to do when it comes to gay people when it comes to fat shaming when it comes to even there's like even such thing as like skinny shaming in the black culture where i'm like what that's weird right where they're like oh you need to eat some baby you know um to your point, yes, we have work to do, but do not use that to weaponize your own personal agenda, exactly. which I do. I agree with you. I didn't dive. I didn't watch it. I didn't dive too deep into it, but I do feel like he's trying to weaponize Absolutely. his sexuality and um, making it seem like now not I can just do whatever that, I want. I know so many members of the gay community that do have a relationship with, with God, God. Yeah, yeah. that do not feel because well, they are gay that mm-hmm, they, they have mm-hmm. to have this extreme response yeah. Yeah. to God and religion and all right. like it's just so. well the thing is they've been able to separate their relationship with God from the church that's completely different Correct. so the church might make them feel like shit because they're gay or whatever but they know that God still loves them and whatever everybody's sin no sin is great all that great stuff it's right, like right, right. you know they know what their relationship is like with God so they don't have to really get too deep into it and right. and, and and it doesn't steer them away from what they know the true nature of their relationship with him is. Right. So, mm. that is interesting. That's, that's highly disturbing to me as, now, as a mother of a child that does have access to TikTok. Yeah. Um, although I have not given her personal access to mm-hmm. it. She has a phone. She has friends. She has, she a has phone. friends. Yeah. So, I'm not above thinking that my child won't hide see it, it yeah. or won't see like, it like or I won't just try said, to engage I was listening to Lil' Kim. Correct. So... Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that that's concerning to me. So um, I just want to speak to that level of influence and knowing that I have to do better at censorship. But at the yeah. same time, you can I only feel do like so I don't I don't want to have to work that hard when we know that yeah. this can be damaging as a whole. So yeah. I feel like at this point, the the companies need yeah. to step in and and find a way that it is censored. And like you said, the thing is, like, even our our parents, like, they've said things like, oh, we had to we had to sneak and listen to the comedian Richard Pryor because he used to say the F word all the time. Right. Kids are like you said, they're going to have access. They're going to sneak. I think that there is a such thing as like some parents aren't censoring at all. And I'm not saying that my dad wasn't, but he Mm -hmm. worked. Right. So he and he's a young parent, so he would leave his stuff around and we listen to it. Right. Um, He could have not left it around. It was a CD. It's not like, you know, and like you said, you could censor. There's certain. I guess things that you can put on apps, but like now you're working overtime when the, the companies could be doing that. Right. Question. Were your kids fans of his before they like old town road? They loved or, old town road. Yeah. Um, and 
we're we're learning things that our children have been exposed to after the fact, if that makes sense. Oh, so sometimes it's yeah. like, oh, no, well, he's just gay. Like before we have an opportunity to say, hey, do you understand? Like the older children, yes. I'm more so talking about my younger children. Right. Fortunately, right. my old, the older boys, yeah. they didn't have the same exposure. They're not like social media driven. Like the, like the girls are. They're you the last of that generation exactly. your boys are. Yeah. Right. So they're kind of like, oh, it's ridiculous, whatever. Yeah. But I've seen other boys that are their age, that are a little more influenced. But with the boys, they're, they're just really mild and chill like my husband. That's good. But my girls, they like me. They get into stuff. and they, you, you nervous. Know, see, yeah. you nervous. You're like, y'all finna be lit like me. Girl, <laughs> yes. That's exactly what yeah. it is. I yeah. don't even shy away from that. I'm looking like, listen, yeah. you can't be me. That's right. what you can't No, I would agree. Like I said, the Grammys thing was one, but like this is a whole nother level. And like you said, it, it's not even, some people have have issue with these artists exposing their sexuality. Like, ah, my kid is a fan. I don't want them to know if you're gay or not. Like, I don't have issue with that. But like you said, taking it to that next level with the whole satanic. Yes. I don't, I don't play with God. We black. We don't play with the devil. We don't. I don't play with God. I don't play with Illuminati. I don't play with none of that none stuff. Of like, it. I don't even, that's why I didn't watch it. Cause I'm like, I don't even watch certain things like that. To put it in your spirit, mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm, I watched mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, now it's stuck mm-hmm, on me. No, child, I can't. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen the pictures and I've seen the outrage and I was like, uh, nope, nope, right. nope. And like you said, that definitely plays into um, our main topic for today. And so I had, you know, just one of my random thoughts and I had posted it on Facebook and there was pretty good discussion going on mm-hmm. um, over correction. And I think we've talked about it either on here or just offline before yeah. where we're like, where is the, it's a fine line. Yeah. It's a fine line. And so, so elaborate on what you're talking about. I basically was like, hey, I know right now we're trying to break generational curses or just trying to change the trajectory of our families. Mm -hmm. Our parents did best with what they knew. I think that people grow up and they know they hear this like right now. It's just a weird balance right now. We're being told you got to heal from that childhood trauma. What your parents did was wrong. And it's like people are taking that and. Yes. Going to, to me, going too far, right? Where it's yes. like, go get therapy. Yes, I agree. Like, if you got hit, to me, people are like, I got beat when I was a kid. And when they describe it, I'm like, well, I got my ass up too. But I didn't, I don't feel like I was abused. Right. Maybe your definition, maybe I was, but I just don't feel that way. So if getting hit with an extension cord wants you to go into therapy, absolutely. I'm not going to shame anybody for that. But I think the next step where they take it too far is like, they start shaming their parents. Right. And I just don't think that's cool because I'm like, none of us got a freaking handbook and we left the hospital with these babies. Correct. We have to figure it out. Right. And so I just think that there is a huge overcorrection in that space where people are like, like I said, they're taking that first step, which is necessary. Mm-hmm. Let me go to therapy. Let me get over this childhood trauma. This is not normal. This isn't normal. Mm-hmm. This is normal. We should have been doing this. Right. But then they're just, I, I just, I can't get down with the bashing of the parents and like, they shouldn't have been doing this. So basically I was like, Hey, we're dealing, there's a fine line. Yeah. And right now we're dealing with the aftermath of a serious overcorrection from gen X to millennials to gen Z. We're millennials. Our parents would be gen X or maybe some boomers. Mm -hmm. And then our children would, well, I don't know about mine, but I think your older kids are considered generational Z. So where it comes from in a spec, we can only speak to, like we always tell you guys on the podcast, we speak to what we know, which is our community, the black community. Yep. A lot of it does come from we didn't have, so I want my kids to have. And so I know I have friends and I've seen people even on social media say things like, I I want my kids to have this or that because I never had it. My kids ain't going to never want for nothing. We talked last year, there was a post that we were going to do on one of the episodes and we still will. There was a woman on my Facebook that was like, my son, if he ever need money, I'm just going to drop money in his account randomly. Did it like all those things are nice. Yeah, no. But if you're not teaching your kid the second half of that, which is hard work, we well, have a problem. Yeah, you're Houston, definitely going to have a problem. We have a problem. And so I think that they don't deserve things just because you wanted them as a kid or that, you you know, as a parent. I just feel like we're doing them a huge disservice if we take that approach. I agree. I mean, I, my, my children know, like, you need to work hard. Yeah. You need to work hard. I don't mind being a supplement 
to what you're already doing. You're not entitled to anything. Anything. And it's crazy because growing up, everybody always referred to me as spoiled. She's so spoiled. She gets what she wants. Mm -hmm. But even to this point to today, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I work super hard. Like, whatever I'm posting and I'm showing like, oh, my God, this was amazing. You worked for it. You have no idea the level of work that I put into this. So, you know, that's that's not to be misconstrued. But I Mm -hmm. 100% agree that we have to... Let your children know that they can't get like in it. God forbid something happened to you. They're not going to know what to do. They will not know. And it is a disservice. Never mind them being spoiled and all of that. But everybody's definition of spoiled is different. Absolutely. Just like we talked early on the show where we're like some people's idea of birthday parties is too lavish for the next. Yeah. Even us. We have different tastes where I'm like, I even do all that for no one year old. Where you like show out, show up, let's get dressed, you know, because that's your space and that's something that interests you. I think, like you said, it, it. what I, what I had ended with on my post was I do want my kids to have nice things. I want them to have to not work. At, that's the goal. They, don't, they shouldn't have to work as hard as I did to get half Absolutely. as far. Sure. But I want them to feel more importantly than the stuff and the things or even if I spoil them by helping them. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel the joy. Yes. Of what it feels like to earn something on your own. And a lot of kids aren't going to get it. It feels good. It feels amazing. It and feels I think good. It's just lost on people today. And like you said, there's a sense of entitlement because we can't even blame that next generation. There's adults, like I said, that are like, yes, I work so hard. I just deserve. Well, if you know hard work, then you know that there's hard. You work hard. You play hard. Right. You know, I I do think that our parents. You only deserve the level of what you put in. You You may work hard, but what are you working hard at? And then that is your deserving. You can't say I work hard and do. I I wish I had a great analogy just Mm -hmm. right on the tip of my tongue, but I don't. You can't say that you work super hard in this area, but you deserve a million dollars. Is the work ethic you're putting in Mm -hmm. worth a million dollars? No, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. What are we, what are we saying here? Right. Right. Because we all feel we work hard. Well, and also like, and remember everybody, the whole conversation about participation trophies. Mm -hmm. That's why that was such a terrible idea. And I think that was during our generation. I was like on the tail end of our generation. Because when I I ran track from the time I was five years old until I was a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. I never got a participation trophy. Girl. I used to be so sad when they gave me that little ribbon for sixth place. Let alone, you know, everybody was getting medals and trophies. And I'm like, dang, like, that's where I want to be. And they're not giving these kids anything to aspire to. I'll give you an example. Like, as you know, my niece was recently living with us. Yes. um, Up until recently. And she plays basketball. Every me and my husband were so confused because she's like, so and so ain't get signed yet. So and so, and we looking like, does everybody on the team get signed? And with a straight face, she was like, yeah, of course. And I just remember the days of, uh, it was like one or two people in the city. There were like bitch warmers, okay, yeah. on teams. But even if there were and, good people, yeah, college is another level. It so is. we had one or two people in the city. That got signed. And I remember my friend, and the work ethic is not there. I think that these parents now wish, I wish my parents poured money into my sports. I wish my parents would fly me in that because that's what her mom is used to doing. And it's, and that's beautiful. But what I was trying to tell my niece was on the flip side of that, your mom is putting all this money and time and she's a basketball mom. You know, I wasn't going to do all that, but you need to be reciprocating times two. This is your passion. She doing what she need to do as an adult. Right. But if you're not getting up before school, after school, during, and she's like, that's too much. And I'm like, see, that's weird to me. And that's different. Right. Because I had a friend, I had a girlfriend in high school who played basketball. She got a full ride to a private college in California. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she worked her butt off. Right. That girl used to work out before school. School started at seven in the morning. Yeah, it's a different level. She used to work out before school. They had practice, of course, with the high school. But to me, to her, that was like for play. Because once you reach another level, you're like, that's for play. This is a little high school team. Right. Even as a, a teenager, she had that mindset. She played, you know, they little practice is what she referred to it as. And then after practice, she worked hard. And then if there was a little basketball run in the evening, she was there. And I'm like, that's why she got that full ride. Whereas now, I guess they handing them out like candy, child. I don't know. But I was just really trying to get my niece to understand, like, that's not real life. No, it's not. And as an employer, I'm now seeing that where people will we we interview people left and right. And they're like, well, I have a degree. 
Okay, but that don't tell me nothing about your work ethic. That at tells all. me you, and I'm not putting down people that have degrees. Yeah. But I don't know if you that could. That tells at, me that you were able to I, sit through school. I don't know if you could at memorizing stuff, so you're, you're good at taking tests. Because that's mm-hmm. really what it is to me, a big memorization test. The whole college experience. I didn't go to college, but I, and I'm going back, so that's why I'm not shaming people right, that, right, that right, go to college. Right. But if you're not in a specialty, and I don't receive it that way. But if you're somebody. not in a specialty, like you were in therapy. I have a friend that's in nursing. She's moving into anesthesiology. Like to me, if you're not in a specific field or that is like a specialty, like even that, then, I'm going to be honest. You can fluff your way through. Yeah. It's just the facts. Yeah, it's the facts. Yeah, no, it's true. That's you true. sit at work all day and collect a check. <laughs> are you doing your job? Though? Right. And what are you what are you doing that's above and beyond? Because every like you said, everybody wants that top reward, but they right. given low level work. So what what did, what do you feel is the overcorrection in it? I think it's like I was saying, like I think our parents and it, I'm just speaking for the black community. I think that we've struggled so long as a community mm-hmm. that there were things that were done that were unacceptable. So, for example. A lot of black children, when they're like, I've been working since I was 14, but I was never obligated to pay a single bill in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I just had to do for me. Right. I want shoes. I want nice clothes. Like, even just shoes. It got to a point where it's like, they have eight kids. So when I was 16 and older, just shoes and clothes in general. Maybe I'll get something for, for Christmas here and there. I don't think that that's foul, but I've seen people say things like, nah, your parents should be doing all of that until you graduate. Well, you've seen the other thing where they're saying, like, we're the only community that wants our children out at 18. Again, that's what I was just about to say. Like, I think that it's a good concept, but you need to be teaching them at the same time. But what have you obtained? Okay, so in those situations where we want children to stay that long, these people are not well off. When we're talking about other communities, they have... Ways to increase generational wealth, right. i.e. life insurance policies, right. their investments, different things that as a whole yeah. in the black community, we have yet to tap into. And we're still working so on So my yeah. thing is you want little Johnny to stay at the house till he's 25, but you don't have nothing. You're still right. working. Your retirement and isn't secure. Exactly. And you're not requiring this child to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just people in the house, adults struggling. Everybody's struggling. And like you said, that's good in theory because... Yeah, yeah, I'll just use Lil Johnny too. Sorry, Lil Johnny. <laughs> Maybe Lil Johnny can stay at his parents' house if he, and I'm not saying this is all white people, but like if he white because daddy got a law firm. So if John, whenever Johnny ready to pick up and get up off his ass and stop playing Xbox, he can go work at that law firm. To right. your point, we have not had that. Correct. And I don't think, I wouldn't want to do that. And the other right. thing is everything's good in theory. So in the black community, that's what I was getting ready to say earlier. Like I wasn't obligated to pay bills, but I do have friends who it was like, they had to pay bills. My husband had to pay bills. Which to me, I'm like, that's good in theory if you're actually teaching them. The, the, the second Correct. part wasn't Just being done. you need to help out. That's not fair. That's, that's not fair. That's ridiculous. The second part wasn't being done. What I love that my stepmom did for us was as soon as we got our jobs, she took us to Bank of America and she was like, this is how you, you should do this percentage of your check into your savings and the rest just do what you want. And that's how my whole life I've been a great saver. Right. I. I saved when I, my, I actually been working since I was 14. Mm-hmm. I saved at 14 years old. I worked that whole summer on a campaign. I was getting paid $10 an hour. That was huge at that time. That's I huge sa- today. Yeah. You I know sa- they fight for minimum wage. Right. To get so. to 15. Right. right. I saved $1,200. Wow. At 14 years old. I didn't have a amazing. bank account. And so she taught us like that in the, in I could bash her or my dad and be like, but you ain't teaching me how to do my taxes. You ain't teaching me. You know, it's like right. people, like I said, take it too far Yeah, where they're like, my parents didn't do X, Y, and Z. And like you said, Trey had to pay bills when he, but he's not turning back on his parents. Like, no, you set me up for they failure. They did what they thought they needed to do. They, he had that's children what they young, learned. so they felt like, well, you're an adult now. You yeah. need to provide. And more than anything, like I didn't pay bills either. I started working at 14 and it wasn't, it, it was personally to yeah. cover yeah. the additions that I wanted. That you wanted, Because yeah. when I was asking my mom to get my nails done, and she was like, girl, ain't nobody paying for right. that, and, right. you know, you don't need. And so then I said, if I can pay for it, mm-hmm. will you allow me? And she was like, well, first off, how are you paying for it? Like, right. where's the money coming from? Right. And I said, I think I can get a job. And from there, I've, I've always worked since always I was worked. 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And I had to even fluff my freaking birth certificate. This was the age of when typewriters yeah. were phasing out. Yeah. Because I, I always forget we we are the age of internet we are the age of all this technology and so 
I was able to manipulate my birth certificate to say that I was old enough to work, to work and yeah. whatever. And my parents were in agreement with yeah. whatever. So I went that route and I did start working. But I think it's so important to realize mm-hmm. you have there has to be a lesson in it. If we're yeah. like you're saying, we're so many of us are operating on old norms yeah. that need not apply. And the thing is, we need to marry the old with the new. Yeah, I, I, it blows my mind that people don't have their kids working today when I'm like, they could literally work from freaking home. They can be an, I, I can't even find an intern to do social media. Mm. That's bad. Because but the they kids can sit interested. on social media all day and do nothing else. When I, Jess, when I Listen. tell you we have so many young people to come in and we're excited at first and then when they're like, oh, no, 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 I don't do social media. And we're like, you always on that. What do you mean you don't right. do And that's how I know there's a disconnect because our generation, there was a there was a running joke about this on TikTok. They coming for us like y'all too old to be on TikTok and Instagram. Y'all know what y'all doing. Don't disrespect. We was coding on MySpace. Okay. We were coding. Coding. All y'all gotta do is log in. We was putting the music on our page. We was setting experience. Right. My MySpace page was lit. Right. You come on there and bossy by uh Khalees will come on. Yes. Yes. So I, I think, remember the MySpace man, days. And I just think that there's a disconnect yeah. of marrying the old with the new. Yeah. And that's where the overcorrection comes from. It's like, you don't want to do everything that your parents do. Like, yeah, I'm not going to break out the extension cord and beat my kids. I'm not going to make them go get a switch in Vegas where there's no treats. Somehow right. my stepmom <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> I'm not doing that because I do think it's too close to slavery. But that's all they knew. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, the frustration, like... I actually, a week ago, mm-hmm. for the first time, just pulled a belt, like, and I, the kids to would threaten. Not, yeah. Right. And I'm like, this is so, like, my, my nana, some, she just rolling in her grave because she like, girl, if you don't beat them kids. No. Right. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, those are things that but I think that we should correct. Yeah. But we, but if we were just to say, I'm not beating my kids, I'm not doing nothing. That's an overcorrection because it's like, what form of discipline are you introducing? If you don't want to hit them with the stitch and extension cord, discipline. They need Period. discipline. Figure it out. Yeah, figure, figure out, out what, what works, works for, you. for you. Yep. As we always say, look how in sync mommies and mimosas is. Yes. Seriously, yeah. It's just frustrating to watch this overcorrection occur, and it's it's on so many levels. But what it's doing is creating a bad pool for employers. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, once you start seeking, because you will, and your team's growing. Your business is growing. You're going to start seeking to hire people, intern, whoever. Yes. Even as resources, like I've been trying to find a photographer um, to do my website for two months now. And I'm like, y'all work ethic is trash. Right. It's trash. Yeah. That's why I had to phase out photos. I just so- told somebody today, they're like, oh, my God, you're not bringing photos back. I like to do work that I can control. Yeah. I can control that I will show up. I will have a good attitude. Mm -hmm. I will produce the expected, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you paid me for, I'm going to be able to produce that. I don't want to rely on some photographer. They come in late. They got an attitude. It wasn't a good day. I don't want to deal with it. Right. No, me neither. I mean, it's just, it's frustrating. Like you said. Yeah. Um, The work ethic just isn't there. No. And you're just wondering, like, where did it get lost? The overcorrection. Yeah, it's overcorrection for sure. Honestly, so. I, I think the biggest example, and I always hated, I've not said this person's name. I don't have to say name because now it's former president. That is a good example of an overcorrection. People were so upset with their tradition, quote unquote, yes. aka rooted racism, yes. with Barack Obama being president that they overcorrected. Yes. And they are. The, even the people that supported him, they're they're feeling really um they're feeling dumb. They're feeling regret because that's an overcorrection. That is going to go down in history as the biggest overcorrection for that decade. Mm. It is because it's like, that didn't need to happen. That did not. You were so busy trying to overcorrect and undo things that you didn't like that you went too far. Just do it right the first time. You mm. don't have to overcorrect. Or like we said, blend the old with the new. Yeah. It's yeah. not that freaking hard. Like I, there's so many things that my dad did when I was younger that I was like, oh, like frustrated. Yeah. That now I'm like, I'm driving at home with my kids. I'm not letting it go. I'm right. not letting it go because I'm appreciative of it. And yeah, I, you can't. I, sometimes you can't see it in the moment. No, of course, not, right? No, not even sometimes. No. Most of the time, All you're the not time. gonna be able to you see can't. it in the moment. But the fact that he still did it, he didn't give up on it. 
Yeah. As with your parents. And it's about consistency. mm -hmm. That's what anywhere in life, you Mm -hmm. you will only be successful with something when you're consistent at it. And I think it stays with your children in that way. But I think when you give them a voice Mm -hmm. and common sense and you drive in that discipline, Mm -hmm. they're able to weed out what's going to work for them and their family moving forward. And that is how you marry the old with the new. Because you're taking this old concept. And you're marrying it to what now works for you and what you feel to be appropriate for your own family. Right. That's what it is. No, I agree. What do you think? Um, what do you think we need to do to to like? I guess, I mean I guess we've been saying it. Like, what do we need to do to overcome this? Oh, because it, it's a big problem right now. Like, I talk to so many of my business owner friends and just or people just in general that are managers, even in corporate, and they're like, people are easy we have to give people a chance because this is the this is the deal yeah it is not their fault they're lazy when they have been raised by people that have set the standards so low mm-hmm. that they've had nothing to meet yeah so we have to exude patience so we have so. to bring people in if we can see potential if it looks like and really have the ability to try to implement new work ethic into yeah. them true we everybody's coachable I don't care where they've come from. I like that. Uh, You know what? We adopted um, a principle at some new marketing where we're like, we stole it from Disney. Um, We heard it at a conference from like the Disney um, executives or something. They said that they hire for attitude and train for aptitude. And I was like, that's genius. Because if you have the right attitude, just what you just said, you're coachable. You're trainable. I can't train you to have a good attitude. I can't train you to be a hard worker. I can't train you to be a, just a decent person. But if you have the right attitude, yes, I can get you there. Yeah. And that's all it takes, honestly. I love like it. we can't write people off. Because, that's true. No, that's true. You know, yeah. otherwise we're, we're really screwed. Right. For sure. For sure. Okay. Overcorrection. Stop doing it, people. Yes. There's a better way. <laughs> so to that point. Um, well, our, our never our, our game this week. Yeah, you have one. I, I feel like I kind of. I saw one on Twitter that I forgot about last week. Uh, go, go for it. It was really weird, but once I saw the thread in the discussion, I was like, "Oh, I never thought about it." Mm-hmm. But uh, never. And somebody literally posted. They were like, "When I have kids, I'm not doing this. I'm getting rid of it." That you know. Okay. Never will I ever have firearms in the house when I have kids. I said that. Really? So. Okay. Okay. You come from the military background, mm-hmm. so I'm sure. And you were young when you started. So that yeah. probably was like, oh, it's okay. I did not grow up with uh, firearms in the house. So I didn't. My mother was in the Air Force, either. but she did not have a gun in the yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Um, my father, uh, we just didn't have them around. And the stories were horror stories yeah. of children finding them and yeah. somebody yeah. killing somebody or right. blowing somebody. It was just so scary. Um I have a gun now. Okay. I've held my gun. I have yet to fire my gun. I got my gun last You've year. You've never fired never it? Never fired it. I, I'm scared of it. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I yeah. have to, I'm going to take a class. I mm-hmm. didn't get to do it in, because COVID, mm-hmm. everybody was buying firearms. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. was taking classes as they could. There was a lot And it on. was a lot happening around that. So yeah. I'm glad that things have settled down because now yeah. I want to. But my husband has taken my daughters to shoot, my sons to shoot. Awesome. So they've yeah. all shot a gun. Like, they're like, oh, uh, you know. But and I think me, you got to get into it young. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't know that we had one. My dad told me when I was, like, you know, older. Like, well, yeah, I always had one in the house. He had it in his case. He wasn't mm-hmm. vocal about it. Um, okay. I never said I never would, but I did have discussions with Sean like before I even got pregnant. Like, uh, I'm not cool with it. He has, I don't know how many guns all around the house when we when it was just the two of us. And okay. so you could open a linen closet and be like, what the hell? Like, why? Yeah, why the gun falling out? Child, Sean Flynn is the, y'all know him. Y'all know he's the country Rambo. All bunyan, whatever. All those Chuck Norris, all those things. Don't come for sure. <laughs> come on now. And so that that was weird for me because I was like, "This ain't my ah, this ain't my life." Like we got, you know. But he's very protective of his home, and that's the way that he has been raised and right. knows to protect it. Um. So I had the dis- the discussion then. Like when we have kids, this is the, we can't have guns falling out the linen closet. Like we right. not. And of course, he knows that. 
but he's like, they still need to be easily accessible. So we're actually still navigate because now we have toddlers. Yeah. And I'm not nervous now, but to your point about those horror stories, it's like, um, when Joel and them start to get, and they're going to be familiar, he's already like, I'm taking them shooting. Da, da, da. So like, I think they get more curious. It's yeah. good that you're educating them and that they feel safe. Should they need to handle something? Cause you've also, we, we've heard and seen success stories where it's like somebody tried to break in and the 12 year old son shot him. Like, that's awesome to right. me. You breaking right. my shit. Joel should be, you know, taking care of business. Right. <laughs> if he's, if he's of age and knows how to handle it. Right. I still just feel like, like you said, a little bit uneasy because I'm like, I'm good with a firearm, sure, but I'm not handling it all the time or often. So even when I go a long time, which now it's been oof, three years or so that I've even fired, my, I have a gun. Right. Um, my gun's in my car right now. I'll show you when we get done. Yes. It's magnetized in there. Um, e- even that, I'm like, I think I will muscle memory. I know what to do. But I'm st- we're still trying to figure out that balance because Sean's like, I want him to be easily. I think what's going to happen is I'm going to have to get him the one where you have like the hand sensor and, you know. Okay. Well, spoiled. So Cause okay. it, cause there has to be some sort of compromise. Where yes. I'm like, you know, yeah, it has to be yeah. safely yeah. put away. No, seriously. All right. Um, what we got? In, that's we our have game. A ch- yeah. So let's, who are we shouting out Ooh, this week? I didn't even think about it. We were yeah. talking about overcorrect. You know what? I don't think yet in our entire almost fully two seasons, um, we didn't always have the best relationship growing up, but I will give a cheers and a shout out to my stepmom. I love that. She's we we had a, we had a little bit of a rough road coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was partially just Maybe just not education. Like, that's why I told you when I first met you, I love that you're, like, trying to be the nucleus and trying to, like, foster this whole education because um, I just think she just didn't have the resources and didn't care to seek them, which is fine. Now that I'm an adult, I don't blame her for any of her actions. She wasn't terrible to me. She didn't abuse me. She didn't treat me like crap. You know, we just didn't connect. Right. We just never connected. And so... Um, I want to shout her out because I think we've come a long way, and she is. I'm shouting Sasha out, be, right? Like Sasha, you need to. Sh- and now she's gonna get quiet. Right? I don't she know if you guys out. can hear that because the mics are good, but I don't know if they're that good. Um, <laughs> what was I? <laughs> I want to shout her out because now she's phenomenal with my kids. Yes, they love Joel. Can't even. Yeah. Um, Joel can't even go a weekend. I'm going in and out. Okay, there we go. He can't even go a weekend. He's like, I'll go to Nana House. So I love that she has a an incredible I love that. connection with my kids. Like that bond is serious. So I will shout her out. She's been incredible. Love it. Yeah. And we've come a long way, girl. I love that. Love uh, you, speaking, girl. Speaking of overcorrection, it, it does also make me think of my own mother and my own rearing and raising up. And yeah. definitely have to shout out my mom. She did not um, overcorrect. She has some things that mm-hmm. I would not necessarily want to implement in my parenting style, but I definitely appreciate. I think it lended to who I am and to my strengths as a person. Yeah. And I feel like she definitely took the educational route. Yeah. She wanted me to learn things and teach me things. Now, whether I implemented them as an adult or retained the information that Mm. was on me, but Mm -hmm. she definitely went above and beyond to take what she was giving and given and to refine it and to make me better because of it. So, well, you already know your mom is one of my favorite Facebook. I am a stan. (laughs) Listen, your mama can start selling mop replacement heads tomorrow. I'm buying it. I love her. She is my favorite Facebook person. Okay. She be on there walking. Girl. And I just be looking all lazy. Me too. (laughs) Girl, good job. Yes, I'm proud of you. While I'm in the bed. And just her strength overall, like losing your dad. So, but the fact that she will still celebrate their love. Yeah. So that it gives the rest of us hope. I'm like. Her yeah. post be having me so teary. I, let me not be on my peer child. If I see your mama, I'm like, I'm scrolling. Lord. I'm scrolling, Scroll girl. Past. I'll see you next week. Right. I'll see you next Scroll week. Because she's just, she's a very good storyteller. And yes. she's, she's amazing. She Thank is. You. Thank I, you. I love her. So cheers to the mothers. To cheers. the women that raised us. Seriously. And yes. we, we're actually going to, hopefully she accepts our invitation. We're going to have her on 
do a Mother's Day episode with us. Oh. So you have to let her know. I will. Because um, she has a lot of wis- wisdom to offer. My stepmom's a very quiet, reserved person. She will likely say no, but I- I'll extend the invite yeah. to her as well. We'll see what she has to say. Yeah, just do it and see. As always, we appreciate y'all listening, sticking it out when we got the dogs barking, yes. the audio going in and out. I yes. don't know why this week was tripping. Right. But that's okay. We made it through. Thank yeah. you guys. And I hope that you guys are amazing influences to those in your life. Absolutely. Be an influence so yes. that it can close out the outside noise. Yes. I agree. Yes. And don't overcorrect. Do not. Come on, y'all. It's not necessary. Seriously. Find Thank your you. groove and do your thing. Seriously. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you being here. Yes. Mommies and mimosas. Mimosa Monday. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, ladies. We love and y'all. Fellas. And gentlemen. We're going to have yes. a fatherhood takeover yes. episode, so we can't That's forget happening. about that. All right, y'all. Love y'all.